The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine, and we can learn to use them in new and powerful ways to create the life we've always dreamed of. On our program today, with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon, we'll address who you are, how to come to know what you believe and why, how to accept and love yourself, and how you can make changes that help you create the empowered, happy, successful life you want. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. We're broadcasting from Scottsdale, Arizona, and it's raining today, and it's absolutely Wonderful. I'm so glad you're with us because we have just such a good show for you today. If you haven't been to the self-improvement blog, you might want to go there. It's the self-improvement blog, all in one long word, dot com. Because there you can see a picture of our guest, read his bio, uh, a review of his book. I think we have one of his articles on the blog today. And in the right sidebar, you'll see three or four, I think four of his uh, YouTube videos, which are absolutely outstanding. So if you haven't been to the blog, I encourage you to do that um, so you get the full picture of the richness of a, a program that we're going to talk about today. A long time ago, and it has really been a long time ago, when I first heard about affirmations, I was told to say... The Reverend Norman Vincent Peale's Every Day in Every Way I'm Getting Better, Better, and Better. I was told to say it at least a hundred times a day and that I would indeed begin to feel better. Now, I love the affirmation. I had no idea why I was supposed to say it a hundred times a day. I didn't know what it was supposed to do, and it didn't make me feel better. I wrote it off as a strange, ineffective idea and a waste of time. Now, affirmations do work. I'm not knocking affirmations. They do work and can work for some people in some situations, but they involve much, much more than simply parroting a nice phrase about something you don't believe in the first place. While they can be helpful, there are much more effective ways to help you change your thinking and your energy in ways that bring about real deep and lasting change. Today's guest has given us one of those much better and more effective ways. Noah St. John is a communications expert and author of 10 books, including his latest bestseller, Affirmations, Affirmations, The Miracle of Positive Self-Talk. He's famous for inventing affirmations and helping busy people accelerate income, boost self-confidence, and make success automatic. 
Noah is a media veteran who's appeared in over 300 TV, radio, and online interviews, including ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, the Hallmark Channel, NPR, Now Voice America, and a multitude of newspapers and magazines, all all kinds of newspapers and magazines. Founder of the International Coaching and Training Corporation, SuccessClinic.com, Noah has helped improve tens of thousands of lives and businesses worldwide since 1997. He lives in Northeast Ohio with his lovely wife, Babette, and it is such an absolute pleasure and honor for me to welcome Noah St. John to the Self-Improvement Show. Noah, welcome. Well, thank you so much, Irene. It's an honor and a privilege to be here, and I'm just really excited to uh, share with your listeners today. Oh, I think we're going to have a really good time today, but let's start by asking this question. Tell us about yourself. Who is Noah St. John? I'm I'm a guy that figured out a couple things. <laughs> really, uh, I'm a guy that was very frustrated in his life. Um, I grew up poor in a rich neighborhood, and I know that sounds funny to some people, but I grew up in this little town called Kennebunkport, Maine, which just happens ah. to be one of the wealthiest communities in New England. In fact, where the bushes know, go. Exactly. Exactly, and. Uh, he lived, you know, right down the street, about 10 minutes away from where I grew up. But my family was actually dirt poor, and I mean that literally. We lived at the bottom of this dirt road in a drafty, unfinished house that my parents actually, you know, eventually lost to foreclosure because they could just never make anything. They, they were always struggling, and I mean, they sacrificed, they worked very hard, but they could just never seem to get ahead. So it was very weird, Irene, because I, I grew up with this really dichotomy between the haves and the have-nots. The haves was everyone uh, in the community, and the have-nots was my family. So I grew up asking these questions. You know, what is success? Why are some people so successful and, and others not, even when they're working really hard? What is the difference between highly successful people and non-successful people? And, see, I didn't have anybody there to help me or to answer those questions, so I just went to the library and just started reading books on personal growth, self-help, spiritual growth, and self-improvement. And I just started studying the classics over a number of years, Dale Carnegie, Napoleon Hill, Stephen Covey, Wayne Dyer, and I really, really tried to implement what these books taught. The problem was I had been using them for many, many years, and I still wasn't finding success. I found myself, you know, broke with maybe less than $800 to my name on my 30th birthday, uh, living in this little college dorm room. I had gone back to college a uh, second time. And um, and then I had these different discoveries that really led to my, my work. Um, as you mentioned, you know, my company is successclinic.com. I started in my college dorm room in 1997. Uh, and, you know, been teaching these, these methods, these strategies, these, these really simple things that people can do really right away to change their lives. And, um, you know, like I said, it really just came from my own personal frustration, my, my aggravation, my wanting to succeed but, but not really finding the way to do it, and then finally breaking through. And uh, now, you know, really uh, hearing a lot of success stories. Uh, people write to me all the time, and, you know, so far we've helped people um, business owners, um, heart-centered entrepreneurs, people really add literally over $100 million to 
their businesses, uh, find the love of their lives, lose weight after they tried everything else, um, not commit suicide when they were suicidal, you know, really saving lives. And, you know, that's, that's why I do what I do, to really uh, to try to make a difference and, and uh, add value wherever I can. And it's interesting that one of the thoughts that came to me while you were talking is that, you know, we say here in America that if you just work hard, uh, you can become a success. Or you can become anything you want to be. You can reach your dreams. Um, but your parents didn't. So it isn't always true that just hard work will get you there. You've got exactly. to have a little more. And, and let, me, let me give an analogy, which I think really brings home the point that you're making there, Irene which is imagine if you want to build a house. Right? Let's say you, you have a dream, and you know one of your dreams is to, is to build your dream home. Well, and then you start just taking some boards and, and slapping them together and nailing them together and saying, I'm working really, really hard. Well, I, I know that I'm going to be able to build this house. And you just start building and, and running around and sawing and nailing. And then you know maybe after a few days or weeks or months, you kind of step back and you go, I don't have a house here. Uh, yeah. This is not really working. Uh, and so that is, I think, what a lot of people are doing. Again, as I, as I mentioned, you know, I, I typically work with what I call heart-centered entrepreneurs, people who really want to make a difference, coaches, authors, speakers, um, healers, people in the healing arts, uh, massage service, chiropractors, and so on. Um, and so my point is they're working really, really hard, but they're basically slapping boards together, and it's still pretty drafty in there, if you know what I mean. I do and know so, what you mean. <laughs> yeah, and so my point is the, the other way to do it, and, and again, I wasn't raised this way. I didn't have this knowledge. You know, it took me all those years of, of struggle to, to finally get through it, um, was, you know, the other way to do it is you, you, have, you start with a plan. You have a blueprint. You know, that's what, of course, you call it when you're building out. You have a blueprint, a plan, a strategy. And you go, okay, well, today we're going to build the framework. You know, of course, first you have to pour the foundation. You pour the foundation, you build the frame of the house, and then it starts to fill in. And, and you know, one of the frustrating things, of course, when you're building a house or building your business or in many things in life, for a while you're working on it and working hard, and it doesn't feel like anything's happening. And, and it's like, well, when is this going to come together? But then if you've ever seen a house being built or maybe if you've done it yourself, you know that it's like all of a sudden one day it's like, oh, there's the house. And it's just there like, it is, yes. But, but meanwhile, you had been working on it for weeks or months. So, but again, I just want to go back to the point that you've got to have a plan. And that's where I see so many people struggling is they don't have a plan. They're working really hard, but it sure is drafty in there. So that's what I really want to help people to, to get out of that situation. Now, you have a new book uh, called Affirmations, The Miracle of Positive Self-Talk. We talked a lot on this show about how important Positive thinking is keeping a positive attitude, everything about positivity. What, what are affirmations, and how did you discover them? What makes them so powerful in terms of positive self-talk? Absolutely. Well, I want to go back to where I just mentioned that I was in 1997. I was a 30-year-old religious studies major in college. I was very frustrated. I'd been, you know, again, studying all those books, but not successful. I was, in fact, I was divorced. I was broke. I really had no friends. All of my worldly possessions were in this tiny little room, this dorm room that I was living in that was so small. If you stood in the middle of the room and put your arms out to both sides, you could touch the walls on both sides. That's how small it was. So I said, there's something wrong here. I've been working really hard, and I'm still not successful. What is wrong? And then, 
it was one night, it was April 1997, and I just happened to look around, Irene, I was just, you know, sitting in my bed, kind of despondent, frustrated, and I looked around at my little room there, and I noticed all these little pieces of paper, these yellow pieces of paper that I'd written all these statements on. I am happy, I am wealthy, I am rich, I am successful. These statements are affirmations, as you mentioned. You know, this is what we've been taught to do. Why had I done it? Because that's what every book says. That's what we were told, yeah. Everyone out there just says, well, say these statements, and of course you'll be rich, you'll be successful, you'll have everything you want. Now, I did it, I tried it, I did what they said, and I didn't get the results that I wanted. In fact, it was worse, because I'm like, not only am I not successful, not rich, you know, not happy... I'm broke, I'm lonely, I got no friends. And, and, and I got little sticky notes all it. over my wall. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's one thing to not get the result if you're not even trying, but if you're trying really hard and then not getting the result, that's ten times more frustrating. So I was like, oh, my gosh, now I feel even worse. So I went to bed that night, very despondent, depressed, and frustrated. I got in the shower the next morning. All these thoughts are rattling around in my head. Now, do you ever get those ideas in the shower? I call them the shower moments, those epiphanies. You know, oh, those yeah. aha moments, and for some reason they happen in the shower. Well, you know, that's what happened to me. And I, in fact, in the book, I call it the shower that changed everything. And what happened on this particular morning in April 1997, I was thinking about all these things that I just shared with you, and I said, what is it? What is missing here? There's got to be a better way. I've been doing everything they said, and it's just not working. What is missing? And I started to think about this, and I realized that what are we talking about? Well, we're talking about beliefs. All right, well, what is a belief? A belief is a thought. Okay, well, what is a thought? And I started to think about that question. What is thought? And the more that I thought about it, I said, well, when you think about it, human thought really is the process of asking and searching for answers to questions. Not statements, but questions. For example, let me give you a a quick example here to show you what I mean. Let's say I were to ask you this question. Why is the sky blue? Why is the sky blue? Now, do you know what just happened in your brain? Yeah, it went racing around for an answer. (laughs) Exactly. And for all all of you listening, everybody at home or wherever you're listening from, if you're playing along with me here and you said, and, and I just asked you the question, why is the sky blue? Your brain immediately started to search for the answer. Now, Even if you don't know the answer, it doesn't matter, because look at what happens. Your brain is like Google, or it's like a computer, right? When you type in Google, you know, to search for something, or you type on your computer to search for a file, right? That's what it does. It says, hey, you know, show me this, or find the answer to that. And so basically, that's what's happening in your brain. Your brain is basically saying, I ask the question, why is the sky blue? It goes, well, let's see, the sky is blue because... On that note, Noah, we're going to let our listeners work on that, and we're going to take a break. Uh, Stay tuned, everybody. Noah St. John will be right back with more. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. When you think of inspiring women, who comes to mind? Is it a visionary like Oprah Winfrey? Political or legal figures like Hillary Clinton or Sonia Sotomayor? Or how about entrepreneurial business leaders like Meg Whitman? 
No matter whom you might be thinking of, make sure to add one more to that list. Deanne DeMarco. She's the host of Today's Inspiring Women. Each week, Deanne turns you on to the next rising star in business and leadership and what their successes and challenges have been. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to The Self-Improvement Show. Our guest today is Noah St. John. We're talking about affirmations. Um, he, he was telling us just before the break about what happens when you ask your mind a question. And we're going to ask him the question, Noah, how can everybody find you? Absolutely. If you just go to our, our main website, which is noahstjohn.com, that's my name, so it's N-O-A-H-S-T-J-O-H-N.com, noahstjohn.com. And in fact, Irene, all of your listeners can download the first chapter of my new book of affirmations absolutely free. Uh, just go to noahstjohn.com and you can uh, download the first chapter free. And uh, of course, if you like it, we do invite you to uh, pick up a copy or in fact, get a couple uh, copies get for yourself. Co- they, and this a book would make wonderful Christmas gifts. Absolutely. People love affirmations. So, and, uh, sorry, and, and don't, you know, you, when you finish that first chapter, don't say to yourself, well, you know, what am I supposed to do? Keep, uh, get the book. Just get the book. Uh, because when you get into the affirmations he has given to you, it'll blow you away. Anyway, Noah, <laughs> we were talking about what happens to the mind when you ask it a question. And from that, you started asking questions. So tell us. A, a little bit about how you came to develop them, and then tell us the difference between an affirmation and an affirmation. Absolutely. And so what happened was, and going back to the shower there, the shower that changed everything, I realized, wait a second, if the human brain is automatically searching for answers to questions, because notice when, when I asked you that question, it just happened automatically. The sky is blue, but you just started searching whether or not you know the answer. And I said, wait a second, this is happening automatically without your own volition. Why are we going around making statements that we don't believe when the human mind asks questions? And I said, why don't we just cut out the middleman? And then I said, well, let's see, what would that look like? Well, let's see, you've got this statement or affirmation. Let's take a classic affirmation. I am rich. And you say, I am rich. And your brain says, (laughs) yeah, right. Yeah, no, you're not. (laughs) Right. It, It literally doesn't believe you. And so what happens, what we've been taught for decades, 
is literally, well, listen, if you don't believe your statement, all you have to do is repeat it a thousand, million, billion, kajillion times until you eventually believe it someday. Now, look, for some people, that has worked. And yet, for millions and millions of other people, people like me, um, it didn't work at all, and you end up more frustrated. So I said, wait a second, why don't we just, instead of saying the statement that we don't believe, why don't we just go to the question? And I said, well, what would that look like? So if you got the statement, I am rich, and your brain says, yeah, right, what would the question be? Why am I so rich? Now, when you ask that question of your brain, what starts to happen? Your brain has to search for the answer to the question. So, Irene, this all goes back to the law of sowing and reaping, right? This is an ancient law. It's been taught for centuries. As you sow, so shall you reap. But what are we sowing? That's the question. What are you sowing? Well, the answer for most people is they're sowing lousy thought seeds, right? Why am I so right. broke? Why am I so fat? Why can't I lose weight? How come I'm so lonely? Why can't I find the right person? Why can't I grow my business? How come there's more months left at the end of the money? But right? those are questions. They're questions, but they're lousy questions. And when you ask lousy questions, what do you get? Lousy answers. <laughs> right. And that means a lousy life. And so I said, wait a second, what if instead of la- asking lousy questions that lead to lousy answers and make a lousy life, what if we flip the whole thing on its head, start asking empowering questions that lead to phenomenal answers and create a wonderful life? And as I was standing there in the shower, April 1997, I said, holy cow, I think I just invented something. And so I had to give it a name, and the name that I gave it is, in fact, the name of the book that you mentioned, my new book, called Affirmations, A-F-F-O-R, not I-R, but A-F-F-O-R-M-A-T-I-O-N-S, Affirmations, which many people are calling, literally, the miracle of positive self-talk. Other people also say it's the missing piece to living a life of abundance because we've never been taught this before. And so when I started teaching this many years ago, I just literally said, oh my gosh, this could revolutionize the self-help industry. And lo and behold, it, it actually has. Because what people, once they've been taught to do the statements, which we've all been taught to do, and they weren't, people weren't getting the results that they wanted, and then they start using these affirmations, I mean, we just had these incredible, incredible results. Uh, people like Sheila Valles, who from California, she was making about $5,000 a month. She started using affirmations and my other you know, programs that I, that I have, and she's now making $75,000 a month. Oh. Uh, you know, we, we've had, we had a woman named Cecilia from Florida. She came to us. She was uh, overweight. In fact, she'd been called obese since childhood, and she tried everything to lose weight. She was over 400 pounds. Uh, wow. And she tried everything and was literally, she told me later, you know, almost suicidal, and um, she's heard me, in fact, she heard me on a show just like this. She heard me speak on a, on a radio show, she got the book, started using affirmations, and she has, uh, in the, after using affirmations, she lost 179 pounds. And in fact, she's kept it off for the last three years. She's never gained it back. And That's I mean, we just have so many stories like that. It's, it's really awesome. Yeah, you... You say there are four steps. Ask, mm-hmm. affirm, accept, and act. I really like that there's some action in here. Um, but what's the difference between asking and affirming? The first step of the affirmations method is to ask yourself what you want. 
So if you were going to take a trip, you would want to know where you're going, even if you're just going down the street to the grocery store to pick up some milk and eggs, or if you're taking a cross-country trip and driving from New York to California. Nevertheless, you want to know where you're going. So you do have to ask yourself what you want. So what is your destination? What is your desire? What do you want to do? Do you want to have more money? Do you want to lose weight? Do you want to find the love of your life? Whatever it is, or all of the above, right? So I really encourage my students to write all that down, get very, very specific. So that's the first step. The second step is to afform. And yes, that is a new word. That's a word that I invented, to afform. And by the way, that word comes from the Latin word formare, which in fact means to form or give shape to. The word affirmation, the one we're all used to, the statement, comes from the word firmare, which means to make firm. So what I often ask my students and coaching clients is, what if you're making something firm, but it's in the wrong form? That's called forming a life you didn't want. Yeah. Why am I so broke? Why am I so fat? Why can't I lose weight? Why can't I make more money? You formed it unconsciously. Remember, these are, by and large, unconscious or subconscious thoughts. Most people don't go around thinking these things consciously, although sometimes you do. Sometimes many people are thinking really negative, disempowering thoughts about themselves, beating themselves up and so forth. And so the point being is that you're sowing these very negative, disempowering thought seeds. Then, so now with affirmations, what I teach you to do is instead of planting disempowering thought seeds, we want you to plant empowering thought seeds. Why am I enough? Why can I do it? Why is it so easy for me to lose weight? Why can't I make more money? When you start to afform, your brain has to search for the answer. There's no way around this. Now, this is not magic. It's science. And that's why we have the other two steps, which, as you mentioned, is accept and act. So accept means you've got to repeat these things over and over. This, you know, you probably, most of the folks listening, have probably been thinking a lot of negative thoughts about yourself for years or decades. So it's not like you can ask, you know, why am I so rich? And 25 minutes later, a million dollars is placed in your bank account. It doesn't work that way. That's called magical thinking. It doesn't work like that. So you have to, uh, you know, accept we have, actually, we have what's called IAFORM audios where you can listen to your affirmations. We've got a, a formware software where you can make your own recordings. This is all at our website. You can check it out there at noahstjohn.com. And then the final step is you must take action. Again, as I mentioned, this isn't magical thinking. It's not that a genie comes out of a bottle. There is no genie. A house will not build itself. You, somebody's got to pick up the hammer. Somebody's got to swing that you know, hammer and the saw and so forth. So it's not about magic. It's science. But rather, the beauty of affirmations, Irene, is that rather than fighting your own brain, now you're going to be using your own brain to give yourself permission to succeed, allow yourself to succeed at a level that may probably is higher than you've ever let yourself before. Uh, you talk about some people getting stuck, and you call that the belief gap. What's the belief gap, and, and how does it... How does a belief gap keep us stuck? Mm-hmm. We Right now, you are in what I call your CPR, and that stands for your current perceived reality. That means you have what you have, you are what you are, you know what you know, and you do what you do. So that's your CPR, where you perceive that you are right now. Now, where you want to get to is what I call your NDR. That's your new desired reality. That's where you made the money. You wrote your book. 
You found your soulmate. You lost the weight. You're at that new desired reality, that thing that, remember I talked about earlier, your destination, where you want to go. But between your CPR and your NDR, there's a gap. And for most people, Irene, it's what I call a belief gap. It's basically that people don't think they can do it. I don't think I can do it. I'm too old. I've made too many mistakes. Oh, I've tried everything already. Oh, you don't know, Noah. Uh, you know, I didn't have parents who supported me or blah, 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 blah. Whatever their I can't do it because is. And so what I'm encouraging people to do, what I encourage my students, my clients to do is look at your belief gap. What are you telling yourself? What is your head trash that's saying, I can't do it because? And how much longer are you going to listen to that guy? You know, and that's one of the things that affirmations can do and has done for many people is you look at that belief gap, says, I can't do it because, and you go, well, wait a minute. I don't have to listen to that guy anymore. Sure. Okay, so I've made mistakes. So I've, I've spent money. So I've done this, and maybe I've failed in the past. Okay, the past doesn't have to equal the future. Who hasn't failed? There's no successful person that hasn't failed. We've all failed. We've all fallen short. But you get yourself back up again. That is the primary difference between successful and non-successful people. Not that they haven't failed, but that they keep going. And on that note, we're going to take a break. And as we're as we go to break, I'd like to ask the listeners to think about their head trash. What is their belief gap or the blah, blah, blah? When we come back, we'll hear more from Noah St. John. So stay tuned. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Have you ever noticed that sometimes life just feels easier, especially when judgment of you or anyone else ceases to exist? What if you could function from that space all the time? What if gratitude is the key? Every time you are grateful for someone or something, a new universe opens up. What difference can you create in your life and the world from the energy, space, and consciousness of gratitude? Join us on Access Consciousness Presents Beyond Saying Thank You every Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you ready to move to your next level? Listen for Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with host Rebecca Hall Greider. Each show will focus on a central topic with discussion, guests, and your questions being featured. Our show is perfect for women who feel a call in their heart to step out in a bigger, more powerful way in their life and just need some encouragement, inspiration, and practical steps to support them on their journey. Empowering Women, Transforming Lives can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the self improvement blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the self improvement show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the self improvement show. Our guest today is Noah St. John. We're talking about 
Affirmations. Uh, there's a book out by that title, uh, and I really recommend that you get it. You can go to his website, noahstjohn.com, or you can find it on the Self-Improvement blog. Any way you do it, you, this is a great book. So you, you, if you're really interested in self-improvement, I would encourage you to do it. Uh, Noah, we're talking about how working with these can help people change their lives, turn their lives around to look more like something that they've been dreaming of. Isn't this the same thing as the law of attraction? As I mentioned earlier, we are talking about the law of sowing and reaping, which some people call or have as equal to, equivalent to, the law of attraction. The problem that I see many people or, or what trips a lot of people up, what I have observed, Irene, is what I was mentioning earlier about magical thinking. In other words, yes. it goes like this. Well, I've been thinking about money, so where's all my money? Um, yeah, it, it doesn't work that way. It's exactly like saying, well, I've been thinking about building a house. How come my house isn't built? You see, and because you didn't go buy any wood, nails. You didn't do anything. Yep. You didn't take any action. And so, no, money follows laws of commerce, just like, you know, there's laws of physics, there's laws of gravity, there's laws of commerce, and the fact of the matter is the way commerce works is pretty darn simple. You add value to other human beings, and in exchange, they give you the thing called money. That's kind of it. And so the, that's the problem. Thinking about money and expecting money to come in is exactly like saying, well, I'll just have a house built without doing anything. So it just doesn't So again, we're not saying the law of attraction doesn't work. Of course it works. It's been working for centuries. It won't ever It's law. Yeah. Exactly. So it's but don't you reaping, think that so law of attraction is supposed to help you realize or see opportunities that you may not have seen before or, right. you know, whatever it is that spurs you on, it's supposed to lead you to some action. Well, if you don't take action, you probably won't get a result. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's, it's like... You know, trying to win the lottery as a way to get rich. I've interviewed over a hundred millionaires and multimillionaires. Not a single one of them got rich by winning the lottery. You're just your odds just aren't that good. I hate no. to tell you, but if you start taking action, if you add value to people, if you follow the laws of commerce, then frankly, your odds are pretty darn good about being wealthy and rich and and having that dream life that that you mentioned. So we have to take action. Mm-hmm. And you can understand that easily for an individual who's doing affirmations and doing this work. But what about businesses? How do business owners use this in terms of business to accelerate their income? We've had so many heart-centered entrepreneurs, business owners, uh, really around the world who have uh, contacted me and, and told me how affirmations have changed their lives, You know, whether they've heard me at a seminar or on a program like this. And they, you know, got the book and, and some of them have, you know, worked with my other programs. You know, we have different programs online like Power Habits Academy where I teach about the power habits of unconsciously successful people, you know, what, what highly successful people are doing unconsciously. And this is actually one of the things that they're doing, ironically, is asking empowering questions like, how come it does work out for me so well? And they don't realize they're doing this, but nevertheless, they're doing this unconsciously. So what I do is I teach what people, highly successful people do unconsciously, I teach the rest of us how we can do it consciously. So, for example, there was one fellow named Brian who heard me at a, uh, at a seminar that I did 
in uh, New Orleans, in fact, back in February, so pretty recently, and he is a real estate investor, and he even wrote to me, and he said that, you know, he was working, he didn't really have a vision or a plan, and he was kind of, you know, stuck, and he uh, took my Power Habits Academy program, and he said that he did over $95,000 in sales in just 12 days. Wow. Um, That was pretty incredible, and guess what? He also lost 30 pounds in 60 days. So he, he did it to lose weight and also to make more money. And, you know, what I always say, Irene, to folks is this. Wherever you point this, it works. If you point it at money, you can make more money. If you point it at weight loss, you'll lose the weight. If you point it at your relationships, it'll definitely improve your relationships. So wherever you point it, because remember, your beliefs affect everything in your whole life. So this is really a way to, uh, to change your life. Absolutely, which really brings me to the next question. You say, and when I see this word, I, I always pay attention. Every, every problem you'll ever face is simply a question that hasn't been answered yet. Talk a little bit about that. Well, think about every. what a problem is, right? We, Of course, when you hear the word problem, we all kind of shudder and we, yeah. you know, something we want to avoid and get rid of, and, and you know, naturally so. I'm not saying that's, that's the wrong thought to have. But when you really drill down and think about any problem you have, it really is a question you haven't answered yet. So let's take uh, the example of weight loss. Okay, I want to lose weight. Okay, that's, maybe you're saying that's the problem. And maybe you're saying, but I, and I've tried everything, Noah. Okay, so what's the question? Why can't I lose weight even after trying all this stuff? You see, that's a question. That's a question. Uh, making money. Oh, I've tried everything. I've spent all this money. Da da da. Okay, what's the question? Why can't I make more money after trying? It? You see what I mean? So there's kind of nothing. And think about the world's problems: global warming. How can we? How can we live the lives that we want without destroying the environment? That's a question. We haven't answered it yet, <laughs> right? Uh, right. Employment. All of these things. Poverty. Uh, clean water. Everything really is a question. It really is a question, and the way you stated them are exactly how all of us are asking our questions, which puts in your mind a negative. I, I can't. Right. I've done exactly. it before. I can't do it. Let's, let's try a couple of these out. One of my favorites, and this really hit me because I've heard this from so many people now in different words. One of your affirmations, it really sounds simple, but it's quite profound, and it is, why am I good enough even though I'm not perfect? That really is powerful, Irene. I love that you picked that one. And, and just let me speak to that for a moment, if I may, because what many people think mistakenly is that I have to be perfect in order to be good enough. They have, yeah. you know, what we hear this uh, perfectionism. But really, what is perfectionism? Again, it's asking the wrong question. You know, what do I have to do to make sure I never make a mistake? That's the <laughs> wrong question. <laughs> Stay in bed. <laughs> wrong. You can't, well, who the heck goes through life without making a mistake? A person in a coma. That's kind of it. I mean, you know, and so think about the, the, what you're saying to yourself. I've got to be perfect in order to be good enough. Nobody on this earth is perfect. Nobody's ever been, nobody ever will be perfect. We don't find it in the human realm. So just get that, uh, frankly, just get that out of your head. And give yourself a break. You know, and, and it's affirming that you're good enough while it's asking the question. So, you know, it's a, it's a double whammy. Yes. 
<laughs> really good. And, and here's another one of my favorites. And, and I think this could help a lot of people. Um, why do I catch my significant other doing something right every day? I mean, that's a powerful question. It, it is powerful. And so think about the opposite. That's a, a great way to look at these affirmations. The empowering ones, of course, is to look at their opposite. So what do most couples do? Pick on each other, find something wrong every day. Hey, you left the cap off the toothpaste. Hey, why don't you take out the trash? We never go out anymore, right? It's always finding something wrong. And let's be honest, it's easy to find something wrong, right? And whatever you focus on grows. So what I encourage my, my you know, husband and wife, my couple's clients to do is, hey, catch your significant other doing something right every day. You must have fallen in love with them for some reason. Well, find it and focus on it. And in fact, focus. I got an email from a fellow named Michael in Germany, and he told me, Irene, that he and his wife were about to get divorced. Get this, they had the divorce papers on the desk ready to be signed. That's how wow. close they were to divorce. And somehow... Michael, this fellow uh, in Germany, heard about me, heard about affirmations. He got my book. He got my IFORM audios, and he shared them with his wife. He said, oh, my gosh, Noah, they changed my life. You literally changed my life in five minutes. I started using these affirmations. I shared them with my wife, I, and then we did it for, like, 48 hours. We tore up the divorce papers, didn't get a divorce. Now we do our affirmations every day, and we're madly in love again. I mean, what an incredible story. And it's a simple little statement, a question. It's a question, not a mm-hmm. statement. But, I mean, the the book is full of those. And, yeah, a few times I'm thinking, holy cow, why haven't I known this all my life? This would have changed my life. Yeah. Well, now you do. So there you now go. Now I know <laughs> at this ripe old age I can do this. Um One of the things that I think is really an an interesting thing that you say, you say every human being you will ever meet is wearing two signs. The first sign is saying, please help me feel important. The second sign says, help me first. Yeah. Talk about that. Well, the first sign is like, you know, like you mentioned, uh, you know, make me feel important. You know, if you think about going to a party, right, maybe where you don't know anybody or you only have one or two folks that you know and everybody's kind of just meeting each other, that's what everybody's doing. They're silently saying, and remember, these are invisible signs. You can't see them, of course. And everybody's going around saying, make me feel important and help me first. So what I encourage my clients to do is, knowing that, flip it on its head. And you start being the person that makes other people feel important and that adds value first. Instead of saying, you know, when somebody says about their trip to Hawaii, don't immediately top them with your trip to the Bahamas. That's what everybody does. Just say, wow, that sounds really amazing. What else did you do in Hawaii? And let, let the spotlight be on them for a change. And you will find that people will be magnetically drawn to you. In fact, they can't not be because everybody's favorite subject is, of course, themselves. Absolutely. On that note, let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll have just a few more minutes with Noah St. John. So stay tuned. We'll be back with more. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. It's time to access your magic. 
Tune in each week to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. Our topics cover finances, personal health, business, relationships, mediumship, and so much more. If you want to access all that is possible in your life, listen to Glenice and her expert guests who've turned the impossible into the possible. Living in the Magic of Possibilities is heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Every one of us confronts challenges that rock our world to the core, making us confused and disoriented, not knowing which way is up. On The Mother Rising, host Margaret Jacobson will nourish that spark that enlivens. You will be both empowered and inspired to create the changes leading you on your path to your own true freedom. Discover your worth and what you are capable of. Tune into The Mother Rising every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. Our guest today is Noah St. John. We're talking about his book, Affirmations, and what affirmations are, and how they can help you um, build the kind of life you've always wanted. And trust me, these work. They're very powerful. One of the powerful parts that, that I found so good in the book was the what you have to say about fear, and that acronym we've all heard that fear is false evidence appearing real give us your thoughts on fear and some affirmations that deal with fear there's so much to be afraid of these days <laughs> well we the media would like us to think so uh yeah fear we've heard that acronym a million times false evidence appearing real. that's not what fear is fear is really the anticipation of pain it's a real human emotion and in fact fear's job is to keep us alive it's so we don't Get killed, yep. you know, when you've got a lion charging at you or fire or, you know, some things like that. There's things that we should be afraid of. Uh, now, of course, we don't have those mostly, but n- nevertheless, m- many people are afraid just to take action. One of the things that I argue is the most basic human fear is the fear of rejection. You know, what if I do this and the person rejects me? And so, really, what I teach my clients to do is just accept the pain that you might feel as a result of taking action. So, in other words, if if you're afraid of rejection, just imagine what that rejection is going to feel like and realize, wait a minute, no one's ever been killed from rejection. You know, it might feel bad, it's going to hurt, but you'll get over it. I mean, it's okay. Nobody's ever died from that. And so, you know, if you're afraid of going up and talking to that person at a party or writing that letter to the person or whatever it might be, just take action and realize, hey, uh, not everybody's going to like what you do. Not everybody's going to accept what you do. But nevertheless, again, I would argue that courage is not the absence of fear. It's taking correct action in the face of fear. Ah, interesting. 
One of the affirmations you give, which just, it just delights me, is why did everything turn out better than I thought it would? I use that one all the time, and my wife teases me about that because she says, can't you come up with anything better than that? Now, in the book of affirmations, we do give you over 400 unique affirmations for all different areas of your life, from money to self-confidence to work and love and relationships and so on. But I really, that's probably my favorite one because I tend to be a worry wart. I was raised by people who just worried and were fearful all the time. So that was like what I was trained to do is worry about everything. So I always say to that myself, you know, why did everything work out better than I thought it would? Because I still have that guy in my head. I hear that guy that says, you know, oh, what if this happens? What if that happens? And it's just like that movie, A Beautiful Mind. If you remember that movie with Russell Crowe. Oh, yes. You know, he was this guy and, and he saw things that weren't there, heard, saw people that weren't there. And so what I say to folks is that just like at the end of that movie, yeah, I still hear it, but I don't have to pay any attention to it. You know, I don't have to listen to that guy when it says, oh, you know, the sky is falling. Okay, we always have that fear, but it's okay. Just So I use the acronym of feel everything and relax. Now, one of the things that I noticed in me, and I don't know whether it, I, I would assume that a lot of other people do, when I got to an affirmation that really pertained to me and really hit a nerve, I could almost feel it throughout my body. Like, I mean, it's almost like I could feel things shift as I turned that false negative thinking. Yeah, I have them, everybody. Uh, false negative thinking into a positive question. It's a, a physical thing, even. Yes. Absolutely, and that speaks to the mind-body connection, which, of course, you know, your listeners will be familiar with. And oh, yes, yeah. your mind and body are one. There's no question. I've had so many people tell me that exact thing, Irene, uh, saying that once they started using affirmations, and this is why one of the things that affirmations can help you do is uh, sleep better. You know, a lot of people, Americans particularly, are very sleep-deprived. They're not getting enough sleep. You know, it's losing billions in productivity. You can read studies on that. And just sleeping better uh, really, of course, one of the elements of that is having a lot of stress and fear and anxiety in your life, which is in your brain. And so when you use these affirmations, one of the great just things that happen is you do start to relax. Your body uh, works better. It, uh, it just adapts more easily to things. And you sleep better. You can lose weight a lot more easily. And so it, it, is, it is absolutely a physical manifestation that happens when you use these affirmations. You know, when you, when you use the one, why did everything turn out better than I thought it would, and you look back, you can find out that almost everything you've ever done has turned out better than you ever anticipated that it would, but you just hadn't looked at it that way. Well, Mark Twain had a great quote. He said, I am an old man and have known a great many troubles, most of which never happened. Exactly. Oh, I and, love and that that's quote. Yes, yeah, that's what I think life is like, you know, and I'm like, well, why don't we just stop that and just, you know... Feel everything and relax. Yeah, take a little detour around all that (laughs) negative stuff and get right to it. You have a lot of new things coming up. Uh, Tell us a little bit about the scope of what you do and some of the new things coming up for you. And give us your website again. Well, one of the exciting things that we have going on is uh, called Tower Habits Academy. That's an online program, and it's also a live event. And we do it twice a year. And um, so if folks go to powerhabits.com, they can actually get my free video training series on the power habits of unconsciously successful people. So, again, that's powerhabits.com. 
and, um, you know, get my uh, free video training series. And also, you know, if you enjoy that, you'll definitely enjoy Power Habits Academy, where I teach you how to uh, use the power habits of unconsciously successful people to accelerate your income, boost your self-confidence, and really make success automatic. So we want to get to that point where you're allowing yourself to succeed on that unconscious level so you're not holding yourself back anymore. You're not listening to that guy that says you can't do it because, and you're just allowing yourself to succeed uh, at a really, really high level. It's really exciting when people do that. And when is this, when is this live conference? We have it twice a year. We have it in the spring and in the fall. So it's uh, in April and October. Usually, so we just missed it. Oh uh, well, yeah. We, well, but it's coming up, so it'll be perfect it's... for the new year. Um, and uh, again, it's an, an online program as well as a live event. So uh, people can, you know, even if you're around the world, you can uh, join me online uh, at powerhabits.com. And, uh, again, obviously, we'd love to see it at the live event because it's a three-day event where I walk you through. It's, uh, it's just really, really powerful. We see just amazing changes from that. Yeah, you have another you – have you have a couple websites, actually. What, what's the, your main website? Our main website is noahstjohn.com, N-O-A-H-S-T-J-O-H-N, noahstjohn.com, and that's where you can download the first chapter of the book free. And, uh, again, powerhabits.com uh, to get my uh, free video training series on the power habits of unconsciously successful people. Let me tell you guys this. This book would make a wonderful Christmas gift, and so would some of the recordings. So if you, don't, if you have somebody that you have some, absolutely no idea what to give them, give them this book because it is just so good. It, it, there's, I haven't seen anything else quite like it, um, and I, I, I really recommend it. Noah, we're right up to the end of this show. I cannot believe it It has gone so fast. What's the thought you'd like to leave with our listeners today? I'd like to leave uh, everyone with a thought, Irene, and it's really five words that changed my life when I first realized them many years ago, and uh, hopefully they'll have an effect on, on the folks listening as well, and that is give yourself permission to succeed. Um, my first, that was actually the title of my first book was called Permission to Succeed because I realized that the main thing that's holding most people back is not that they need more how-tos of success, but they literally just need to get out of their own way. They need to give themselves permission to succeed. Now, that's what affirmations can do. That's what power habits can do. So just to, as a final thought, you know, whatever you do, whatever you choose to do, uh, whatever you need to do, just give yourself that permission to succeed. You know, we usually think of having to get permission from our parents or from somebody else, but we're, we're the most important ones that need to give the permission here. Next week's guest is Marlise Carlin, who's going to talk about her new program, The Simplicity of Stillness Method. Uh, it's really quite remarkable, and I know you're not going to want to miss it. Noah, thank you so, so much for being with us today. Oh, it's a pleasure, Irene. Anytime. <laughs> it's you know, it's meaty. It's good. Um, it's a great way to go into the holidays, and I appreciate it so much. Thank you. This is Irene Conlon with my guest Noah St. John saying thank you so much for being with us today. Come up, come back again next week to join us for more of the Self Improvement Show. <laughs> Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for The Self-Improvement Show. 
Please listen again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here.